Good evening and welcome to Talking Financial, uh, the second show on Talking MMT underscore Talking Financial. Um, uh, Joe Biden signed the executive order today. Uh, President Joe Biden will direct agency agencies to mitigate the financial risk of climate change to homeowners, cons- consumers, and federal wor- federal workers, business, and co- and government itself in a sweeping executive order signed today. Extreme weather poses risk to supply chains, food and water, housing and energy, according to a two-page fact sheet on the order. National Economic Council Director Brian Deese called the measure a pivotal moment in the U.S. government. Our, quote, our modern financial system was built on the assumption that the climate was stable, Deese said, told reporters. Unquote. Quote, it's clear we so longer, we no longer live in such a world, unquote. The order directs regulated, uh, regulators, budget writers, and purchasing agencies to rethink how they do the taxpayers' business. While it focuses on the business and on financial risk, the measures will reach well beyond Wall Street. Its provisions have the potential to uh, to take effect to uh, affect a mirage of public and private companies as well as the average as the average Americans. Who, whom, uh, sorry, who own homes, pay into retirement funds, or buy insurance. As wildfires, storms, flooding, and intense heat become the norm, one of the administration's overarching goal is to coax trillions of dollars in capital away from high-risk industries and places and into investments such as renewable energy and green construction. The order is an attempt to move that process along with a lot with, with the heft of government outside and oh, sorry, oversight and federal spending power. The Office of Management and Budget next year will begin incorporating climate risk into its projections. Major federal suppliers, public and private, will be required to disclose their greenhouse gas emissions and climate risk information that agencies will use in their purchasing decisions. Quote, Achieving net zero emission in the United States will require transformational investments, unquote. Uh, Treasury Secretary Daniel Yellen told reporters. Uh, Gina McCarthy, the women, I mess up the details. The order will require DEES and National Climate Advisor Jen, uh, Gina McCarthy to develop within 20, 120 days a strategy for identifying and closing the climate-related financial risk to government programs, assets, and liabilities. Some di- uh, directives laid out by the order are already underway. Yellen, as chair of the uh, Financial Stability Oversight Council of Prudential Regulators, is asking or asked is asked to assess climate uh, climate related financial risk to government and the financial system and deliver a report within 180 days. Uh, a process that she began in March, the Council of Top Financial uh, Regulators includes the leaders of the Federal Reserve and the Securities Exchange Commission. The order directs the Labor Department to suspend, revise, and rescind 
rules issued under President Donald Trump that would bar an investment firm from considering, uh, env considering environmental, social, and governance factors and decisions related to, work to worker pensions and retirement funds. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh has already signaled a rollback of those rules. The executive order calls for improvements to the federal uh, lending programs, including mortgages and agriculture loans. The Federal Housing Finance Agency, which oversees a big share of the U.S. market mortgage market, is examining the effects of flood risk on home loans. Quote, it's really promising that President Biden is recognizing the enormous systemic risk of the climate crisis, said Ben Cushing, financial advocacy campaign manager at the Sierra Club. Cushing said with many of the initiatives already in the works, the administration needs to have its recommendations in place before 180 days, a deadline that coincides with the UN meeting in Glasgow to update a global climate framework to limit warning to 1.5 degrees Celsius. The most important thing we have in the fight against climate change is time, and there's none of that, none of it to waste, Cushing said. Next is hmm, right. Uh, this next one is uh, Progressive Farmer DTN. DTN oil oil futures slide as Fed officials consider policy review. New York uh, Mer uh, Mercantile uh, I guess how you pronounce it, oil exchange oil futures. Nearest to its delivery and the front month, front month Brent contracted uh, created on the international intercontinental exchange are extended losses into a third session early Thursday. West Texas Inter Intermediate and Brent crude are moving below their 50-day moving averages to trade near three-week lows ahead of the afternoon inspiration or expiration. Of the June WTI contract following Wednesday afternoon's release of minutes for April's uh, Federal Open Market Committee meeting, in which some uh, central bank officials discussed tapering asset purchased by Federal Reserve. Commodities and equities have been under pressure in mid May following revelation inflation picked up pace faster than expected in April, while expected large gains in employment failed to materialize, putting Fed's easy monetary policy under scrutiny. The central bank has two primary goals, to ensure price stability by keeping inflation under control and to maximize employment. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, joined by a chorus of central bank officials, have repeated that the Fed could tolerate inflation above their 2% target for a while in an effort to maximize employment indicating they would maintain the federal funds rate to in a 0 to 25 basis points range for an extended period of time. The federal, the, the federal funds rate determines interest rates for consumers pay as well as setting the borrow rate for businesses and traders. Uh, Fed's easy mon uh, monetary policy also includes monthly asset per, uh, purchases by the central bank of $120 billion with $80 billion in spending for Treasury securities and $40 billion in mortgage-backed securities. 
and April FOMC officials reiterated their support in maintaining this policy. Under substantial further progress has been made in achieving their goals, yet markets see cracks in the levy, with some officials during April FOMC meeting commenting that the Fed should begin discussing on tapering the $120 billion in monthly asset purchases, while a couple of participants also pointed to growing risk of inflation that could fail to unwelcome levels before they become sufficiently evident to induce a public reaction, according to minutes. Those observations were made by before the Bureau of Labor Statistics in early May reported inflation in April grew annually at a more than expected 4.2 million, uh, 4.2 rate, excuse me. The fastest pace since the great financial crisis in 2008, when Lehman Brothers collapsed. Employment growth in April also missed by a wide margin with 266,000 new jobs below expectations that crested over 1 million. Powell has explained the April jump in inflation is transitory, a response to pent-up demand due to COVID-19 lockdowns. Many agree with this viewpoint, while others suggest the Fed could be mugged by reality. Uh, weekly jobless claims are the next indicator on the job on the topic due for release shortly with the Labor Department expecting to report new initial jobless claims that continued their decline during the week and May 15th send seen falling 13,000 to 460,000. The current selling was triggered on Tuesday when a Russian official suggested a breakthrough in negotiations between Washington and Tehran on resurrecting the 2015 Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action that the United States withdrew from May 2018 during the Trump administration. Such an agreement would undoubtedly include an end to U.S. sanctions on Iranian oil exports as demanded by Tehran. Analysis have suggested this could push as much as 2 million barrels per day of additional oil on the market. Analysts with Bank of America Global, Global Research suggest that market's view of new, of new uh, Iranian oil barrel is, over, is overblown, while noting nearly 1 million uh, barrels uh, per day of exports from Iran already occurring. They estimate our Iranian oil exports would likely range no more than 1.3 BPD, considering domestic needs and lost production in recent years. In early trade, uh, New York uh, NYMEX June uh, WTI futures were, were down uh, $0.65 cents at 62.71 per barrel, with the July contract trading at 0 0.05 discount. Ice July Brent uh, futures were down uh, 85 cents at 65.81 BBL. Contract down to 2. Point, uh, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> NYMEX June uh, RBOB futures were uh, 1.65 cents lower at 2.0855 gallon, with the June ULSD contract down 2.10 cents near 1.9860 gallons. Okay, and here's market watch. Uh, let's see. 
Biden orders federal climate risk financial strategy will implica- with implications for homeowners, pensions, and government contracts. Yeah, I've already gone through that. Uh, Illinois will repay bad loans with state funds, dropping appeal over rules on the use of federal coronavirus relief. Illinois will tap state of coppers to repay roughly $2 billion in, re- in remaining debt on emergency coronavirus loans from the Federal Reserve, abandoning plans to use fe- federal COVID-19 relief money, state officials said on Thursday. Illinois was the only state to borrow from the from the special Fed program, taking out two loans of totally of $3.2 billion to plug holes in the past two state budgets. Officials had hoped to pay off the state's remaining balance with a portion of $8.1 billion in relief funds. The state is receiving the from President Joe Biden's American Rescue Plan. But the U.S. Treasury Department threw Illinois as curveball last week when it issued a preliminary rule that prohibits states from using the funds to pay off debts. After initially asking the Treasury to give its blessing for Illinois to repay the central bank with the relief money, state officials now say they have a plan to repay loans with state funds thanks in part to better than expected revenues in the budget year that ends June 30th. Repaying the federal government is an important step in our efforts to ensure the state remains on sound fiscal footing, Governor J.B. Fritzker said in a statement that announced the, the loan pay, payback agreement with Comptroller Susanna Mendoza and the top Democrats in the legislature, House Speaker Emanuel Chris Welch of Hillside and Senate President Don Harmon of Oak Park. The state borrowed $1.2 billion from the Fed in June and another $2 billion in December. As of May 10th, the state has had $400 million remaining on initial loan with a June 5th due date according to the Fed. The deadline uh, for paying off the second loan is, de- is in December 2023. The governor's budget office said last week the state was on pace to bring in a nearly $1.5 billion more, in, more than expected in current year and another $842 million additional revenue in the budget year that, that ends, begins June, July 1st. Black. Prisker has already promised to use a portion of that re- revenue to boost its school funding by $350 million next year to meet a threshold of established in-state education uh, funding formula. The Comptroller's Office, which, managed, which manages the state's checkbook, said, says it will use a combination of the better-than-expected revenue and effective cash management to, replace, to re- repay the Fed by June 30th of next year saving an estimated $100 million in, in interest. Negotiations over how to plug a projected $1.3 billion hole in the extra budget of roughly $42 billion are going ahead of the legislative schedule May 31st adjournment. Now, how the new debt repayment plan affects those negotiations remain unclear. Presker plans plan calls for raising another $932 billion by closing what he described as corporate loopholes, an approach that has not been fully embraced by the supermajority of Democrats and is opposed, by outright, uh, opposed outright by Republicans. 
House Majority Leader Greg Harris of Chicago, a lead Democratic budget negotiator, said earlier Thursday that some combination of cuts and new revenue will be needed to balance the budget and avoid hurting schools, universities, and human services. And human services. Looming of the debate on this year's budgets also discusses of how to spend the $8.1 billion in federal aid now that the top priority of paying off debt has been taken off the table. Okay, so now with uh, more Fed news uh, off a of Reg report. Let's see. Uh, NCUSIF projected down to 1.22 by June 30th, avoiding premium requirement input sought on how policy is set for fund target level. Credit unions continue to be spared a federal share uh, insurance premium for now. The equity ratio of the federal fund that ensures savings and credit unions is projected to drop to 1.22% by this June 30th, returning to the level of one year earlier following unusually rapid share growth driven by COVID-19 pandemic, but not so low as to trigger a statutory requirement for a fund restoration plan or premium assessment. The National Credit Union Administration, or NCUA, projection for the for the June 30th equity ratio release during Thursday's opening meeting at the NCUA board is based on the adjustments credit unions made December 31st in their, in their uh, 1% deposit in the National Credit Union Share Insurance Fund projected June 30 retaining earnings and projected June 30 insured shares. The sum of the first two items is divided by the third June 30th insurance shares to get the projected equity ratio. Agency Chairman Todd Harper said it appears that the low interest rates which affected funds earnings on treasury investments and elevated share growth may continue as seem on track to eventually drive the fund level below its statutory minimum. We should brace for that reality but we should also remain calm, he said. The questions of when to charge premiums and how much depend on depend very much on a variety of actors, including where the board sets the desired and normal operation, operating level, the potential for future losses within the system, the capacity of credit unions to absorb a premium, and the need to project and protect the 1% capitalization or deposits from any impairment the, the agency chairman said, the Federal, Credit, the Federal Credit Union Act required the board set a normal operation level uh, for the NCUSIF that is not lower than 1.2% and no more than 1.5%. The board sets the level as a target equity ratio for the NCUSFI or uh, if the fund exceeds the board set NOL, the fund must distribute the access to insured Credit unions. Harper noted that if the it falls below 1.2% or is projected to do so in six months, agency board will be required to implement a restoration plan, assess the premium or premiums, or both to get it back to 1.2% within eight years. <clears throat> due par uh, to changes in some of the factors that underlie the current NOL policy, the board on Thursday voted 3-0 to put the matter of how the board sets that policy before the public. 
The current NOL policy considers, uh, among other things, the modeled performances of the fund over a five-year period, assuming a moderate recession, the modeled potential decline in value of the funds, claims on the corporate asset management estates in a moderate recession and the projected equity uh, ratio declines through the end of the following year without an economic downturn. The board notice <coughs> the board the board's notice invites comments on the policy and the approach for setting the NOL and any of the relevant issues that they believe the board should consider. The board's specific questions are: Should a moderate recession be the basis for evaluating the insurance fund performance during an economic downturn, or should the NCUA change the policy to consider a severe recession? What data sources should the NCUA use for determining the characteristics of a potential moderate or severe recession, the Federal Reserve scenario, an independent source, or the NCUA's adjustment? Should the NCUA continue modeling the performance of the insurance fund over a five-year period or a longer or shorter period? How should the NCUA utilize a model potential decline in value of the insurance funds claims on the corporate asset management estates going forward until the estates are fully resolved? Should the NCUA continue to incorporate in a normal operating level analysis the, the projected equity ratio decline to the end of the following year without an economic downturn? Should this period be longer or short or no uh, factor and not be factored in the analysis at all? Given forecasting uncertainty and timing challenges, would it be reasonable for the NCUA to, to change the requirements for request public comment only if the normal operating level were to change by a larger amount than just one basis point? Should the normal operating level be reevaluated in the midst of an economic downturn or should it be left unchanged until the onset of an economic recovery? Should the normal operative level be re-evaluated on, on a quantitative factor, factors based on the COVID-19 pandemic? Is there any other information the NCUA board should consider when setting the, NO, the NOL? The board and uh, staff note the request for comments is not required by an effort to transparency. The agency said that the earlier NO, uh, NOL policy changes would take effect at the end of this year. Uh, final derivatives rule approved by credit union regulator with three changes from proposal. A final rule to modernize and make its derivatives rule for federal credit unions more pri uh, principles based was approved on a vote of 3 0 by the National Credit Union Administration uh, Board, which, met, which made three changes from the personal rule, uh, proposed rule. Currently, the agenda uh, agency said about 30 credit unions engaged in derivative contracts. Key provision of today's rule, final rule. Streamline the application process for derivatives authority and exempt certain FCUs from requirements to uh, submit an application. Remove uh, regulatory limits on the amount of derivatives on FCU can enter into. Remove permissible derivatives types in favor of characteristic-based approach and reorganize rules related to loan pipeline management. In response to concerns raised by commenters, the board backed off uh, three provisions that they were in the, included in its October 2020 proposal rule. With these changes, the final rule does not imp impose collateral requirements for clear, for clear derivatives, does not require 
all counterparties to be domiciled in the United States. The current rules require the definitions are preserved. Permits an FCU to enter into a rent option if they are used only to manage interest rates. The final rule will take effect 30 days after its publication in the Federal Register. Powell says Fed plans to close a uh, closed look at U.S. issued digital currency paper due this summer. The development and enablement of central bank digital currency, or CBDC, for use by the general public is among technological advances being explored by the Federal Reserve. The agency board chair said in a video message today, in fact, the agency plans to publish a discussion paper this summer that, was, that will delve into the application implications of digital payments, including possible, possibly a U.S.-issued digital currency. Uh, Chair, uh, Chairman uh, Jay Powell said the key focus for Fed is whether or not, uh, whether or how, rather, a CBD, uh, CBDC could improve on what he called an existing, already, uh, already safe, effective, dynamic, and efficiency, efficient U.S. domestic uh, payment system is served, uh, serving households and businesses. In any event, um, oops, yeah, in any event, the Fed does not see digital currency as a replacement for cash, for cash and coin, at least for now. We think it's important that any potential CBDC could serve as complements to and not replace of cash and current private sector digital forms of dollar, such as deposits of commercial banks, Powell said. The design of CBDC would raise important monetary policy financial stability, consumer protection, legal and privacy consideration, and will require careful thought analysis, including input from the public and elect elected officials. Powell said the discussion paper scheduled for publication this summer on implications of digital payments will have a, a particular focus on the possibility of a U.S. central bank digital currency. He said the paper will complement Fed research already proceeding in the, recent, in the release, the Fed said it's focused on betting under, uh, better understanding the full set of opportunities and risk associated with new digital payments and mechanisms. The Fed said, um, the Fed said even more projects focused on special technology and technological tools and infrastructures are underway at the Fed and the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston. The Fed is also, it said, collaborating with the Bank for International Settlements, CBDC Coalition. Okay, so this is from yesterday. I'm looking at the um, the uh, daily bank statement. Uh, let's see, that's my hell of it. If I can just. Hmm. Okay, I'm just saying here. Okay, um, we have yet again. Oops, and let's try to get to it. Silver and total redemptions so far for this fiscal year to date is seventy nine billion three hundred fifty two million five hundred ninety four. In regards to bills, marketable bills, we have ten thousand or yeah, I guess no, ten billion five hundred six thousand four hundred thirty one. Notes are four billion four hundred forty nine million three hundred eighty. Uh, we also have government 
account series, which I believe is the same stuff that he's talking about, like, um, uh, like Morgan's back securities and other things of that nature. That's what I'm guessing he's referring to. That's United States Savings Security Joe. Uh, government account series, uh, we have 66, I guess, trillion, 996 billion. Yeah, that looks about right. Uh, so, see, so hope bonds, zero. Domestic series, 63,044. Uh, uh, foreign uh, series, nothing. Same local series, 55,354. Now, let's see, that should be, let's see, the, they have sold. Issues, okay, issues. Uh, we have six billion seven hundred nine million uh, four hundred sixty regular series. For cash management series, we have three billion two hundred ten thousand or ten million, sorry, one hundred three. The total total issues uh, are eighty billion six hundred twenty four billion uh, million five hundred six. Uh, inflation protectance uh, tips, basically, I think, uh, inflation protectance uh, series increment uh, is 30381 uh, Let's see, federal financing, nothing. Uh, Sing security, cash issue price. Uh, okay, anyway, <laughs> so 685 cash issue price. Government account series, uh, we have 67 trillion. 248 billion, 665 million, and stuff of that nature. Anyway, that'll do it for me. I hope you learned something. I hope you enjoyed this. And if you did, please subscribe for 99 cents a month. Please go to uh, YouTube and look me up at Green Party and Socialist News Channel. And also look for and talk to MMT on this as well. I'd like to thank you for listening again. Uh, it's very late, and I apologize for that, but life happens but i hope you guys have a good night i'll i'll do more of this tomorrow peace out for now